Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Do you live in Los Angeles? Did you used to live in Los Angeles? Do you hope to someday live in Los Angeles? Do you hate Los Angeles but for some reason still love listening to people talk about Los Angeles? You sicko. Then LA Meekly is the podcast for you. A lot of people think Los Angeles has no history, but LA Meekly is here to tell you they're wrong. We cover things like how the hot fudge sundae was invented in Hollywood. The legend of the lizard people's gold beneath downtown. That there used to be an official witch of Los Angeles. That Wyatt Earp spent his twilight years here advising directors making westerns. The notorious 1800s bandit Tiburcio Vasquez hiding out near the Hollywood Bowl. And that's just one episode. It's not, but he wanted to say that. Get more connected to the city you maybe love and check out the LA Meekly podcast literally everywhere podcasts are found. Fast food, mass murder. I'm Jason Horton. I'm Rebecca Lieb. And this is Ghost Town. most infamous crimes ever committed in East Texas. Five people kidnapped from a Kilgore KFC, then shot to death. Now, 35 years later, one of the men convicted could soon be set free. On September 23, 1983, Kim Tyler stopped by a Kilgore, Texas KFC around 11 p.m. to see if her mom, Mary, was still working. To her shock, she found the restaurant's door open and blood covering the floor. Kim ran out screaming. This begins one of the most mysterious Texas mass slangs, and as you can imagine, there are a lot of Texas murders. Today, we're going to talk about the infamous Kentucky Fried Chicken murders. So like we said on September 23rd, 1983, Mary Tyler, who was 37, Opie Hughes, 39, and Joey Johnson, 20, were on duty at the KFC in Kilgore. David Maxwell, 20, was an employee at the restaurant who was off duty and just kind of hanging out. And Monty Landers, only 19, was a friend of theirs, and they were both there to visit with Joey. The restaurant was about to close. It was likely around 8 or 9 p.m. In this two hour between 8 or 9 p.m. and 11 p.m. when Kim Tyler found the blood inside the restaurant, something terrible happened. The next day, five bodies were found by an oil field worker off County Road 232. Four were shot point blank in the head. Their bodies were all pointing north. The fifth was found a ways later, one of the women who was assaulted and facing a different direction. Obviously, the town was shocked close-knit, everything you'd think of, conservative-leaning. As the police started investigating, they started putting some of the pieces together. But since the murders happened between county lines, Rusk and Gregg counties, it meant it was already a contentious investigation. You'd think about an investigation anyway. 
especially at this time, 1983, probably didn't get all of the evidence, maybe not as thorough as they would have liked. And so this complicated things even more. Soon the Texas Rangers would also be involved, appointed by the Department of Public Safety to keep the case organized, sensing the tension between the two different counties. Two cousins from Tyler, Romeo Pinkerton and Darnell Hartsfield, became suspects just weeks after the killings, but jail records at the time falsely indicated the men might have been in jail at the time, throwing the cops off their scent. Though hundreds of tips poured in, more than a decade went by before a Russ County grand jury began meeting to weigh an indictment. In April 1995, the grand jury charged James Earl Mankins Jr., the son of a Texas representative, with five counts of capital murder. Mankins, who had a conflicted past to say the least, and his wife Deborah, who also became a suspect, had a tie to the scene. There was a fingernail found on the victim's clothing, and Mankins was missing the same-looking fingernail, and the two fit. While he was charged with the murders, he was later released after beginning of pretrial proceedings due to a lack of conclusive evidence. After multiple requests from U.S. Senators, Congressmen, the Governor, and State Attorney General, the U.S. Armed Forces Institute of Pathology joined the case. Mankins and his wife were cleared in late 1995 after DNA tests showed that the nail actually belonged to one of the victims. The case became too focused on James Mankins Jr., Danny Pirtle, the Kilgore police detective who investigated the robbery and abduction aspects of the case, said in an interview. Not much progress was made in the next six years. The Russ County Sheriff's Office hired George Kinney, a former FBI agent, to review cold leads. So now I've got the sheriff's office of the two counties, the Texas Rangers, the FBI, forensics unit, so many units involved in this case. Finally, in 2001, forensic scientist Lorna Beasley, working for the Texas Department of Public Safety, retested evidence and input it into the combined DNA data indexing system, or CODIS. If you don't know CODIS, it indexes the DNA of many violent offenders in all but a handful of states. It's kind of how they match the Night Stalker. It has a really rich history and crime scene investigation is helpful up until they were even collecting DNA evidence. The results pointed to Romeo Pinkerton and Darnell Hartsfield, two men whose names came up early in the investigation. But then nothing was done for another two years when Texas Attorney General Prosecutor Lisa Tanner, who had experiences with cold cases, jumped in to help with this freaking case that could not be solved. When I first got the case, I didn't think there was any way in the world we would get anywhere with it. Ms. Tanner, a former future Farmer of America member who raised pigs and dreamed of becoming a veterinarian, said during an interview. First, Tanner had to piece together horribly mined and preserved evidence in custody, linking Hartsfield and Pinkerton to the killings. Tanner found 10 rolls of film, all ruined. The only thing that was shot inside the Kentucky Fried Chicken restaurant at the time of the investigation. She had some witnesses too, but they were all very close to death, and she couldn't get any testimonies from them. Investigators also learned that based on fresh DNA testing on clothing that had been stored since the start, Opie Hughes had also been sexually assaulted. Tanner's compounded evidence pointed in one direction. While they were definitely two killers, there was very likely a third. But let's take a break. It looks like summer might be almost normal. And with that, people will be getting out for long overdue vacations. For me... I'm looking forward to getting back into an actual movie theater, and as usual, playing Best Fiends like crazy. It's that little summer refreshment, and my perfect go-to when I need a break from researching true crime and the paranormal. Best Fiends is the perfect travel companion, or that much-needed break. You can take Best Fiends with you everywhere. Collect more of your favorite cute characters while you're waiting for that movie to start. Or soak up a little more sun as you try to defeat just one more challenging level. I'm at level 650. And Best Fiends has over 5,000 levels. So the fun is endless. Every time you play, there's always something new to experience. 
Make the most of your summer downtime and spend some time with your favorite fiends. Download Best Fiends free on the Apple App Store and Google Play for free today. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hi, hello. How are you? Hello, hello. How are you doing? Everyone's, I think everyone's, I think people are doing better. That's good. I feel I'm a little hot. I'd like to turn the air conditioning on again, but we can't yet. Controlled environment is very important here. Very important. Putting out a quality product is mm-hmm. job number one. That's right. Sweating a lot, job number two. I got two new kittens. That's right. Which is wild. A personal – wow, this is a personal update from Jason. You know, we very rarely get those. But I'll keep you updated. And there's people like, we don't care. And <laughs> I get it. <laughs> But I'm hot. Yes. They do care about that. Those two things. I'll tell you what we do care about. Our government. That's right. (laughs) We are bootlickers for our government. Mm -hmm. We want to say hello to our mayors. Mm -hmm. A little hello to Ben Forsyth. Hello. Ashley Matson. Hello. Dara Rosenzweig. Hello. And Joshua Q. Lambert. Is that right? I don't know. Could be. Okay. I have one in 26 chance. Or if it doesn't have a middle name, then <laughs> do not. But one in twenty-seven. It's like John Q. Public. Have you heard anyone yeah. say that? Lately? Yeah, John. Q. I mean, Public. not lately, but yeah. Josh Q. Lambert, <laughs> deal with it. Perfect. He he won't. He doesn't care. And to our governor, the one. This is. I mean, the, by the one and the only. There's no one else that has this name. Nobody. Avian Noble. Avian Noble. I say thank you. To our government, all of our patrons, anyone who's listening, and you can get bonus episodes, early access, no chit-chat or ads, patreon.com slash ghosttownpod. I've been giving some tarot reads. Very fun. If you want to hear my voice talk about tarot cards and your life, donate to our Patreon. And Apple Podcast Reviews are back. We're back, baby. Not by popular demand. No way. By no demand. None. In fact, people are like, less, please. We're yeah. like, mm. Not going to do it. I feel fantastic with a little smiley face emoji. Mm. Five stars. <gasps> so glad I found this gem of a podcast. Gem. Listened as I went to sleep last night and Ooh. had the most delightfully bizarre dreams. I'm late to the game, but now I can binge. <laughs> Very bingeable. Wouldn't do it before bed, but hey, that's your call. Some people are like, I wouldn't do it first thing or in the middle of the day or at any point. Pick an hour. It won't happen. I took a little trip over to Podbean. Okay. And there happens to be some reviews there. Okay, okay, okay. Right. I would say, do you want the good news or bad news first? But it's all bad news. Oh, 
Um, I guess I want that first. This one is from Relentless. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> That's true. Nothing weird about Claudia. You're not a Puritan, question mark? Your babbling is ridiculous, and this is on episode 109, Ray Rivera, Unsolved Mysteries. Okay. Did not like our take on that. Oh. You're not a Puritan? Meaning, you've never done something wrong? I mean, I don't know. I guess you could say that anybody, but yeah, sure. I mean, you literally could say that about anyone who's ever done anything, ever. (laughs) Just justifying this guy's murder? What? I'm not sure what the Puritan line is in reference to. This one is from The Watchman. (laughs) Great podcast. Kept me sane during lockdown. That's not so bad. Yeah. Also was from 10 months ago. And oh. I was like, do you think it was over 10 months ago? Or it's a, hopefully it mean continued during lockdown because we were kind of just getting started 10 months ago. Yeah. Yes, we were. And something we'd expect. And I'm actually glad to see. I, I can't even. It's just a bunch of letters and numbers. A code? It, is not, it a code? It's not QAnon. There's Q and there's Anon. Q is military intel. <laughs> We've been right about everything so far. Either deal with the truth or live in denial. <laughs> I'm going to live in denial in that case. Epstein? <laughs> Did you know Biden owns an island not far from Epstein? Research. I don't know why you guys are talking about yoga. Because it's the literally the subject of what... <laughs> We're talking about. I love this. It's not over. It's another separate one. Person could not get enough. By the way, you will see some politicians get arrested soon. That classic thing, right? Incredible. Is this a joke? No. This is pretty much the... This is recent. This is from four days ago. Whoa. Yes. Some of them are Luciferians. It's the Illuminati, Cabal, Satanist, all together. You need to get your heads out of the government's ass first. Or if you sold your soul, then you will have to face the consequences I wish I sold it. Yeah, me too. I mean, a very a different, different place. place. Very yeah. different That's place. That's how you know we didn't sell also, it. Also, I like that we have our head in the... As if we haven't been critical of the government. Yeah. This person doesn't listen to the podcast. They don't. They don't. They, they wrote a comment. They walked away from their computer and they're like, wait, wait, I got more. I got more. And they busily typed out the rest of this garbage. But I do want to go to Biden's private island. Is that real? It's easy to research. Just go to slash. <laughs> Cabal uncovering <laughs> dot buzz. Oh, this is an ad. That's good. Audits question mark? <laughs> Sex trafficking arrest question mark? Where is Tom Hanks? Question mark. Wait, this is like all the QAnon hits in one. He hasn't tweeted in over a year. Our government is corrupt. The number of deaths from COVID-19 is 6% of that number. CDC reported that long ago. You know what I feel like? You know when they say an AI... We put information into an AI and they mm-hmm. spit out the script. Yeah. That's this post. It's a QAnon AI. It doesn't even really seem accurate based on other QAnon no. conspiracy. It's like a garbled Q-bot that happened upon our Podbean? No, you didn't ask for it, but no. you got it. Some more reviews. Some days when those little kittens grow up, you tell them what we've been through. And if you want to leave a review on Apple Podcast reviews or wherever mm-hmm. you happen to listen to Ghost Town... You can let us know. We'll read it. I try to look and see. I didn't even know this existed, but I'm glad I found it. Yeah, I am too. Is anyone else? Probably not. I feel great. So let's get back to some facts about real history. Sorry, QAnon listeners. I've lost everyone. We've just realized that not only are there two identified killers in the KFC murders, there is actually a third unidentified. 
murderer and assailant. Let's get back to Tanner, her forensic specialties, and her team from Austin. They were working with the Rust County District Attorney Michael Jimerson, who would co-chair the prosecution, and began holding a special investigative grand jury. In 2003, Darnell Hartsfield was formally convicted in the case, not for the murder, but for aggravated perjury. Tanner had to get his DNA for further testing, thinking that he was definitely one of the killers. The whole investigative team knew that they had to bring people in for the case of specific perjuries surrounding the testimony and information, but in doing so, they also realized that to get an actual murder conviction, they had to find creative ways to subtly obtain DNA from suspects and witnesses. Those who came to testify were offered items such as gum and drinks, which were collected and tested for DNA evidence after they were discarded. Even envelopes sent through the mail were tested. Tanner recalled one of the DNA acquisitions. She wasn't sure from whom. He told us he was not going to give us his blank, blank DNA, some cursing happening. And then he was so adamant about it, he wrote us a letter saying, I'm not giving you my DNA and you can't make me give you my DNA. And then, of course, he licked the envelope and sent it to us. So they're dealing with all kinds of people just trying to get the information that they didn't have and using the technology that they also now have and and piecing it together. In 2005, more than two decades after the murders, Pinkerton and Hartsfield were indicted on five capital murder counts each. This happened not through DNA, but because Pinkerton, while jailed, confessed to two of his cellmates that he killed five people in 1983. His trial began in October 2007 in New Boston, but two weeks later, facing the death penalty, he pled guilty to the five charges and received five life prison sentences. In a 2008 prison interview, Pinkerton said he was innocent and only pled guilty to escape the death penalty. Hartsfield went on trial in September 2008 and was found guilty of five counts of capital murder. Like Pinkerton, he was given five life sentences. Since their convictions, Hartsfield and Pinkerton have maintained their innocence and filed multiple requests for new DNA testing. So they're trying to use a lot of what's getting through to the community and forward, you know, moving forward this case to their own aims. They claim the investigators planted evidence. And this is something that a lot of people were thinking, um, just trying to get answers and trying to get suspects for this case. From his prison cell, Hartsfield, during a recent interview, broke his silence and proclaimed his innocence yet again. I might have had crimes that I did do, you know what I'm saying? But no one ever got hurt, Hartsfield said. I would never kill those people from day one. I have stated my innocence and I'm still stating my innocence. You know what I'm saying? So let's move on to some controversies surrounding this case. It feels fairly straightforward, but then when you get down to it, And when I was researching it, there are all these directions, one of which is that I think this is fairly common in controversial cases that the police planted evidence. But Russ County District Attorney's Office investigator William Brown is certain what happened was a murder gone wrong and as straightforward kind of as you can get. These two guys were in the KFC. They overheard Mary Tyler's daughter mistakenly say the deposit for the next morning was $15,000 instead of $1,500. And that was a lot of money in 1983. I don't know if they intended on killing them when they took them from the restaurant or not, but that's what happened. But he's also very sure that this third person is out there and hopefully that he gets caught. He continues, 30 years is a long time, so that person could be dead. And if that's the case, then we may never know unless someone with knowledge of the crimes gives us information. We might have to exhume a body, but if we get information pointing to a specific person, then we'll do whatever it takes to see that they are the person being sought. We have no idea, though, who this person is even now. And there's really not a lot of specifics that show me that what would corroborate a third person except, you know, killing someone separate and maybe the times of deaths. But with this case, too, not a lot of information is given to the public. So you kind of have to piece it together. There's another twist to all of this. Remember the torn fingernail at the scene? A lot of people think it's still James Mankins Jr., who was a big-time meth dealer. 
the torn fingernail matched with his torn fingernail, which is what connected him in the first place. Menkins was rumored to have a powerful government connection, including his state representative dad. And in the KFC, there was rumored to be a meth recipe, like a very special, important meth recipe in the KFC manager's safe. None of the victims showed signs of drug use, so the meth motive was dropped. But it's still out there. It's still information that is being circulated, even though it doesn't really directly link to anybody. A lot of people think, too, that this case inspired the concept of Breaking Bad, but it's hard to say. There's a lot of rumor, not a lot of evidence, and very likely a mysterious third perpetrator who might never get caught. I'm kind of surprised with the amount of fast food restaurants Mm -hmm. and the amount of volume they have traffic-wise times the amount of years they existed that there aren't more. It's a good thing that there's not, Mm -hmm. but statistically... It seems like there would be more. And, we you know, we've talked about the Burger Chef murders. Yeah. There's other ones out there, but I'm surprised that it isn't the the subject of, of many, 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 many. And maybe it's maybe it's because they're always so populated. There's always so many people in there for the most part and doesn't seem like a great place to do it. I think for me, it started with like the Breaking Bad kind of mythology around this case and how, again, it was really popular and a lot of people are discussing it. And for as many people that discuss it, there's not as much, like, obviously I researched this and what I'm giving you is facts from news outlets, but there's so much discussion around it too. And it's like the mythology almost takes over the case itself, which again, can be as straightforward or not as you think of it, but it's definitely part of this area of Texas's lore. And of course, horrible and painful and needless killings that are happening that the families are still contending with, Um, especially, you know, after the two men who did this keep trying to appeal and, and get out of jail. But, you know, I've never watched Breaking Bad. Have you? Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.